This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm a pretty bad kid. Yeah, let's talk about the bigger picture. Uh-huh. Let's talk about how we be ball playing with yeah, the yeah, Wizards. Yeah. Let's talk about the Nets and how they always got good pictures. Jeez. Let's talk about the cats who rescue, turn them boys to winners. Uh-huh. Injuries and updates, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. To the opponent, we can toe to toe, yeah, yeah, yeah. To the top, this podcast gonna go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's something you should know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Greetings and salutations and welcome to episode 53 of Ref the District. I'm Nathan Perry. Joining me as always, my boys, it's Trevor and the Stoner here with me. What's up? What up? up? Can I say something? You absolutely can. You're saying something right now. Happy birthday Birthday to to us. Happy Happy birthday birthday to us. Happy birthday to us. In case you couldn't tell, this is in fact our one year anniversary uh, of the podcast. Technically, the full, you know, real anniversary will come on the 31st, but this is our 53rd, which means we've done a full year's worth of podcast. Uh, so we appreciate the support and all the subscriptions. Uh, so much love. Going to shout out those who are in the chat with us because, of course, we stream this live every Wednesday at 7.30 on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. And then we'll put it out on your favorite audio podcast platforms so you have a chance if you don't listen to this live, you know, you're missing out because you have a chance to interact with us. We already have James, EP, Trust the Process, Redskins Weekly, and Aaron and P-Dub in the house. So uh, appreciate those who are already in there and jumping in the chat there. Um, yeah, that was some interesting singing to start it off. It is a birthday episode. As you can see here on the, if you're watching the YouTube video, uh, you can see that the warm up here, we're going to be talking about the NFL divisional round recap. The game is what would it take to get the Washington football team to the NFC championship? Are they just a QB away? Lots of good QBs left in the playoffs. And then the cool down is happy birthday to ref the district. Our top five favorite moments from the year behind us. So Stoner's got his list. I showed him my list earlier. It has not changed. It has not changed. It is not on my phone because it is all all right here. (laughs) It is all right here. Let us know what your top favorite moments of the first year of Ref the District are. Just make sure that you like and subscribe to the channel. We are, of course, sponsored by Pacers Running for every run. They've got you taken care of. Get those New Year's resolutions settled and taken care of. Just head out to Pacers Running online or one of their six stores in the Northern Virginia and D.C. area. They'll get you hooked up with the right equipment to make sure that you are hitting your goals. And, of course, we are also sponsored by 
the one and the only Sky Bar opening up yes. in Lexington, Virginia, which we have some news hmm. to give we on have, that front. Don't we, Draft? Uh, yes, we do. We have the very first official soft opening of Sky Bar happening this Saturday, January 29th, 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, about 45 people, invite only, a couple cocktails, a couple bar snacks, a little music. I'll be making the drinks. It's it's going down. So nice. the moment we've That's all awesome. been waiting for. We yeah. are very excited and proud of you, Trev. Uh, looking forward to going down and uh, and having some drinks with you that you pour us. It's going to be yeah. really nice. Uh, <laughs> if uh, so, if you're in the Lexington, Virginia area, you're going to have to check it out again. Soft opening this weekend, uh, mm-hmm. but it will be opened up to the public very soon. Check mm-hmm. it out, and you can see our man Trev in person. So when I get my bill. When I get my bill, Trev, will it yeah. rhyme with hero? <laughs> I think so. I think so. Yeah, it also it rhymes rhyme. with um, glee, I believe, as well. All right. I, I'm liking this. I can't wait. <laughs> All right. Yeah. EP's awaiting her invite. So just ah, Pfizer. Right. It's Pfizer. What's up, Pfizer's Pfizer? been in the house. Nice All right. Let's get this buddy. going. Let's uh, right. let's start this. Uh, let's start this off here with a little just uh, some more, you know, unconventional chatter here on those divisional games amazing weekend of nfl proving Uh, why it is still king and why Mm -hmm. our wednesday shows have moved strictly to nfl talk Mm -hmm. specifically the washington football team uh but each game ended on the last play yep i can't say of regulation because we did hit overtime which trev had an overtime dollar dollar bet that hit told you and you know what i'm really upset about but you didn't mm. put actual money on that because that would. I didn't put huge... that in the parlay. It was a plus what thirteen hundred. Uh, like, yeah. was it thirteen hundred? I thought it was like forty five hundred. It was huge. It might, it might have been. I don't know. Maybe even thirteen thousand. It was big. It was big money. Uh, yeah. yeah, that was the, so well, insane weekend. Yeah. Probably the best game, Bills Chiefs. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, did anyone think that that was yeah. not the best game? Uh, it was. Have, I was sorry, say that may have been the best game. I hate to say it. Maybe the best game I ever saw playoff. I was going to say that that, that whole weekend was the best weekend of, of, of football I've ever a playoff football I've ever seen in my entire life. Mm-hmm. Secondly, the Rams Buccaneers was the best game until the bills and chiefs played. But sure. that was, yeah. Cause that game Tom Brady, I was like, here he comes. He's going to do it. He uh, did look like he was going to come back when I saw well, the scores 27 to three. <laughs> I was just like, he's the the Rams are going to mess around and lose this the same way. Oh, that I the didn't Hawkins think did. that. I never thought that. I was like, oh, this is this is done. But and it was just incredible how the Rams just just kept doing things to to allow I know. Tampa back every <laughs> time you yet. thought they were dead. The people I were watching fumble. with, they were like, oh, this is definitely rigged. They're, they're, this is definitely rigged. There's no way they <laughs> yeah, fumble right. in all this time. I'm like, you know. Yeah. So, somehow Tom Brady's <laughs> deal with the devil there makes it so he uh, plays his best football and his mm. opponents play their worst because, my goodness, it's and every time. Just amazing. I'm going to switch gears. You guys, okay. if mm-hmm. I would have told you – you guys were out hunting, fishing, do whatever. You didn't watch any football, okay? Yeah. I told you the Bengals and Titans were playing in the playoff game. I'm going to say, I don't know the score, but the Titans had nine sacks against the Bengals. Which, yeah. Who do you think would have won that game, you know? Well, yeah, of course. You definitely think <laughs> I the can't Titans believe. just pummeled them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but no. How do you lose 
when you sack a quarterback nine times. Well, yeah. when you have a guy like Joe Burrow throwing to uh, to Chase, Jamar Chase, you just and then uh, Ryan those nine sacks. The Bengals. Yes. <laughs> that too. That too. So yeah, that was that was huge. And and Derrick Henry did not look right. He no. he'd been off for a, a long time because of the injury. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if it's, if this wasn't a playoff game, he would not have played. So he was just not looking healthy. Tannehill's just making bad decisions and bad throws and just, again, allowing the other team in the game. And that's where, and we'll talk about it later when we get to the game, that's where a quarterback helps or hurts your defense when the defense is not even out on the field. He was hurting the Titans' defense by continually turning the ball over and putting their defense in bad situations. But then they were like, allowed Cincinnati to come back. We'll keep sacking Joe Burrow, and Joe Burrow kept getting up. Second and 18, mm-hmm. no problem. Boom. Sack. Third and 17, no problem. Boom. Like, it was just – Yeah. He just didn't care. And <laughs> you know? and there's a lot of irony going on right about now that I just yes. want, want to take a look at. But yeah. going back to that game, did yes. you think or, – or what was the score of that game? The Six, um, uh, 19 to 16. Yeah, nice. yeah 19 to 16. Now, that was a relatively low-scoring game compared to the Chiefs and Bills, but yeah, it was sure. still entertaining as heck, mm-hmm. even that though was it wasn't good. up and down the field. But yeah. when you get to the Bills and Chiefs, and that was up and down the field, obviously, that was even more entertaining. Offense sells uh, ads, offense sells uh, sells viewership, all that it's good sexy. stuff. When you it's, see it's, it. it's, it's the it's thing sexy. that, yeah. It's, oh, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's oh, the enticing it sure thing. Is. The I would say so the the Cincy Titans game was pretty interesting even though it wasn't high scoring. The Green Bay San Francisco say, game was boring as all get out. And actually <laughs> the Rams Bucks game was not entertaining until the Bucks started until. coming back. Yeah, you're right. The game looked in the first half like the Rams yeah. were just going to just blow the bricks off of Tampa Bay, but then yeah. Tampa Bay started coming back. That's when that game started getting interesting. That's what I was going to say, yeah. you guys. You're still out there hunting and fishing. The Niners yeah. and Packers are playing. I'm okay. like, you guys, Aaron Rodgers is playing. It's at home. It's snowing. You know. Yeah. Against San over, Fran. Right? Against, against, against San Fran. Game Jimmy over. G. Yeah. yeah. Game over. <laughs> Jimmy G can't play in the cold below 40 degrees. He's got yeah. a broken he, thumb. They only managed you know. six points of uh and then, <laughs> so. I mean, it's just mm. – yeah, shout out to was, the shout out to the defense and special teams, and that's when and I'm kind of glad that it. happened because that shows other organizations and fans and whatever that special teams is definitely not just oh. returning kicks and lining up to kick a field goal. It's it's literally blocking you the have punt, to win blocking all the three facets yes, of the game, all three facets in a game like that. Yeah, because if, I mean, if, if if Green Bay has an average special teams unit. And has an yeah. average game on special teams, mm-hmm. they win. They're going exactly. to the NFC Championship. Exactly. But they, they were missed, so exactly. bad. Missed a field so goal. Poor. They they mm-hmm. had the block uh, blocked punt returned, and they lined up at the at the, the last play of your ten season. Players. You line up with ten players. Absolutely horrendous. It's just, uh, <sighs> shout out to my mom in the chat uh, and Tony from ProTech as well. Yeah. Uh, James asks. Who can beat Kansas City a little? Let's look ahead a little bit to mm-hmm. the games that we've talked about, the divisional round. Um, Kansas City, Cincinnati. Uh-huh. Do you think Cincinnati can beat 
Yes. Kansas City. You think yes. they can? Uh, they did it already in week 17, even though it was in Cincinnati. And I know playing an arrowhead is different in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But look what the Bills just did. And I'm not saying the Bills are the Bengals, but they both have high-powered offenses. Um, so I do think that the Cincinnati – because I think the two teams in NFC who are left, I don't think they can beat Kansas City. I think the best team that can beat Kansas City is Cincinnati right now. So Cincinnati is our last hope to not see – you know, one more What's TikTok, one more TikTok dancing on the sidelines. Yeah, who's the quarterback Jackson. for the Chiefs again? Mahomes. Yeah, <laughs> just making sure. Another inside. Maybe one of somebody's top five. Do yes. Yeah. Do you think uh, since he has a chance, or any of these teams left, or is it going to be Chiefs winning the Super Bowl? No, I think they have a chance, but it's not a really good chance. Mm. I, I think the key, the, the Keiths. The Chiefs are going to be favored, and they should win the game. Their offense is so unstoppable. I can't see. Sure, Buffalo is beating up on the Miamis and the Jets of the world throughout the year, the Washington football team, to get their ranking defensively way up there. But they're still a very good defensive team, and they could Mm -hmm. do absolutely nothing to stop Kansas City. So I don't know how, mm-hmm. I, barring injury, I don't know how anybody stops Kansas City when they're rolling like that. And especially when they get away with a bunch of offensive pass interference. <laughs> oh, here we go. I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm there, not crying was, about it. There's I mean, some questionable no calls. Not questionable. They were Well, they didn't even call the talking call, so if they're not going to yeah. call it that, yeah, that's I know. Brutal. I'm just saying. Which was they gangster as hell. Oh, it was. So the guy good. was ahead of him, and he's throwing yeah. up the deuces. The the peace sign, right? So the yeah. whole reason why the NFL put the thing into place, or one of the major reasons why they put yeah. the taunting rule in place, was Ty Hill. It's because of Ty Hill throwing up, <laughs> yeah. throwing up the peace sign. Yeah. And, and this dude literally does it in the, in the playoff game, like with the guy in front of him. I just think the refs were fans at that moment. They were like, I can't believe I'm witnessing this kind of game right now. And he's really like. To be fair, well, as the, fast the as he line. was moving, they were probably just so far behind. In actually, they might not even seen it. Yeah, they might not have seen it. They, yeah. probably were, they were probably further behind than the ref from the Dallas game trying to spot the ball. Oh, okay. They were just, hey, did you uh, did you notice in the in, for the game winning or the big pass to Cooper Cup in the Rams and Bucks game? Yeah, when they made yeah. that long pass, and then they all are running down there to to spike yeah. it and everything. Did you notice yeah. that that official, who's supposed to touch the ball, never touched uh-huh. the ball? Remember the whole thing in the Dallas game was that that official has to touch, to touch the, ball the ball and spot it. He was yeah. so far back, he never got there to touch it. Everybody got all lined it? up, and every. No official say, touched Cup, it. No, come on, I let rewatch that because I'm pretty sure Cup handed the ball to somebody. I'm okay, gonna see it. I'm gonna go see it. I'm gonna check okay. it out because I, I remember out. that being I know a part the of the back big judge, game. the back or whatever certain official that has to come from if all the way. If you're behind in the comment the section, or t- call us out right now if if, uh, yeah. if you ha- have what it is. I mean, call Stoner out because Stoner's the one saying it. You yeah. guys, are <laughs> I'm pretty not sure a ref did touch. I thought I thought they did. So not the one that's supposed to. I'm just saying. Okay, but a a ref at least a line judge. Somebody had touched the ball to make sure that the ball was spot by a ref. Um, it's yeah, just shoddy I don't know that there is a team left to that is a is going to be favorite against Kansas City. I yeah. think they're all going to have you know a puncher's chance. I I I like mm-hmm. my personal hope is we see Cincinnati versus the Rams. 
Uh, and that's mm-hmm. just because Cincinnati hasn't won one. So it'd be cool to see them in the Super Bowl with at least a chance. And yeah. Stafford is a is a dude who I really wish it would have worked out for Washington to be able to get mm-hmm. his services here because I do think that he would have been exciting to watch for Washington football uh, fans. Uh, so that's my personal uh, hope, which means, of course, it's going to be a Chiefs 49ers <laughs> right. uh, Super Bowl. So, are we? I never are we all? Yeah. Are we already over Patrick Mahomes and already now is he starting yeah. to turn into that villain that nobody wants to like because he always wins and because of his brother and because of his wife and all those? Are we over him? You know, I'm like we do him. with our sports stars that we like we're doing it's, right now with Burrow can, and Allen. Care for his family, but I don't really comment on that either. All right, no, but so, I mean, are we kind of are we kind of over him though? I was just permission. Go ahead. Permission. Straight permission straight. to approach the stand, Your Honor. Yes. <laughs> yes. <approach. What? laughs> I have evidence. I don't know if I can show it, but they show the replay. Here's Stafford yeah. running up. Okay. Yep. Yep. Now he's, you he's can see. Now you'll there. see see that referee backing up from the from the middle of the field. Watch closely. It looks like from a behind Stafford. No, from in front on the Buck side. You'll see him like backing up. Yeah, towards that's that's to get not the. That's not the guy who spots the ball. But there's two there's two referees. Let's see yeah, if one again, of them has I, I'm pretty sure it. that they I guarantee that they they gave the ball to a They're ref. not showing it now. You're past it. Hold yeah, on. We're we're past that point. Okay, here it comes. Oh wait. wait just yeah, just when we were getting to it, you turned the phone away, so I wouldn't EP's oh, okay. ready to turn uh Patrick turn Mahomes against Patrick to Tom Brady the second here. Who she really hates uh, okay. Tom Brady. Here's the deep All pass. Right. So, Here's so deep, that okay, official so is behind. I saw him back there. Right. Okay. I saw him back there. And then Stafford's they keep going it up. crazy. And, and you going crazy. Stand you, up. And you see two referees. See, there's one. There's one right there. Right. There's one backpedaling. So, you think he okay. came, up, came up and spotted the ball and then backpedaled because That's Cooper not, Cup probably left it there after he caught it. But no, what I'm telling you is, it's not his job. It's not that official's job. Unless they change the role between. <laughs> Dallas and this week because that was the Probably. whole thing that the guy from they really way just wanted to screw Dallas to run is what Dallas fans feel yeah, so I'm just like I don't know like That's... which ref is it the actual referee or is it like the no one of the no, ones no I don't know what his judges. official designation okay. is but he's a guy who's back behind the offense That's he used to be he used to be in behind the linebackers back in the day but they moved him out because that guy was getting pummeled every every game by crossing <laughs> routes and all that so now they're over there, basically parallel with the uh, actual referee, the white hat, mm-hmm. okay, but on the other side. So they're behind the play. Right. So that's the guy who has to do it. That's why he came running up from behind Dak because yeah. that's where he is. So this is the same thing. This was a 60-yard okay. play. <laughs> so I'm just Moving saying. Uh, no one wants to listen to Dallas in here. <laughs> Dallas isn't in. Who? Who's Dallas? Yeah, the TV show. I'm just saying. Exactly. We're gonna <laughs> move on. We're gonna move on. Watch that game. To what would it take to get Washington oh, football team to back to the NFC Championship? Coming up here on the game. It has been 30 years. The team with the longest drought is the Washington football team since NFC, since a, since a conference championship, not just the NFC, just a conference championship game appearance. Yeah. yeah. Appearance 
Yeah. Washington, Washington is at the top of that list, having been 30 years since the last time they were there. What in the world is it going to take for them to get back? By the Outside way, they're of, technically tied with the Lions. That's that's a team you want to be tied with something, correct? Yeah, that's who they Out, played that year for the 1991 the season. Who yeah. they beat 41 to 10, by the way. Yeah, they smoked them. So what's it going to take outside of a miracle? Okay, um, let's see. <laughs> um, well, yeah, miracles, 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 praying. So yeah. I'm not going to harp on it there. because we have all off season two. We've already touched on it. But outside of the quarterback position, because that's obvious, you need a 10 or more win season to give yourself mm-hmm. a true chance. And mm-hmm. that's what you, you need to – Washington needs a legit chance and continuity to get to the NFC championship 10 win season. Um, you know, continuity well, Dallas had a 12 like, win season and that didn't help them. Well, so you, you mean they just need a team. Why are you talking about Dallas so much tonight? No, he's a turncoat today. <laughs> he's just Green, bringing Green Bay had 13. Green Bay, you could, Green Bay had 13. You could have said yeah. them. So, so what I'm doing here is I'm, I'm asking you to clarify why 10 win season means they're going to get back to the championship. We'll, we'll be in the conversation at least. We'll be in the yeah. conversation with the our arch rivals. I'm not going to mention them because you said them all show. Okay. The Green right, Bay Packers, um, the yeah, Bills, yeah. Chiefs. Um, you know, yeah, Making the playoffs is that first step. Making the right? playoffs gotta, is literally the get there, like, Which is yeah, something they haven't done consistently in the last no. three decades. And that's, I mean, that's the general answer because obviously we need a linebacker and quarterback position, da, 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 but like Overall, we just need a, a, a legit 10-win postseason chance to make it to the NFC Championship. All right, so I got a question for you, for the two of you. <laughs> Is this team a quarterback and a few minor tweaks away from a contending team? Yes. Contending for Super Bowl? For an NFC Championship. That's what we're talking NFC about. Championship? NFC Championship yes. okay. game. I was like, contending for yes. Super Bowl? No, not a few minor. Yes. yes, I would say the right QB. I mean, you're looking at a Cincinnati team that was yeah. had the first overall pick, took mm-hmm. Joe Burrow. He was injured his rookie season this year. They're in the NFC cha- or they're in the AFC championship game, rather. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that was, I mean, now they did get Jamar Chase, right? So that's maybe sure. I don't, I mean, maybe not minor. That is a huge playmaker for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Terry McLaurin. Can be Jamar Chase if he wants to be, if he had a good quarterback. If he had a good it. quarterback, he would at least be putting up great numbers. I don't know if that he's putting up you know, you know, Jamar Chase's numbers, but he is he would be exciting. Again, I mentioned Stafford, right? A, a QB Washington targeted last uh last offseason didn't get. Could you imagine the numbers that Terry would be putting up with a Stafford? Look at yeah. the numbers that Cup's It'd putting up. Jamar Look at the numbers Chase. OBJ is putting up. <laughs> like he they you know, you're talking fourteen hundred yards and you know, you know, ten plus touchdowns that you'd see. So that's mm-hmm. that's you know, all, all you need is that that right QB and you'd get there. Now, that's not the only way to get though, is is the QB, as we've oh, seen yeah. uh San Francisco this year. The QB play hasn't been exactly exciting. 
Mm-hmm. Jimmy G's not been, you know, he he was definitely the you know the worst quarterback out of him and Aaron Rodgers, but he was the one who made it to the, the championship game. You've seen mm-hmm. it in years past. Tannehill's made it. You've seen it with the Jaguars, where they've had some horrible Q, uh, QBs that have made it. So it's not like the QB is the only solution. I mean, it's definitely no, no. something we 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 harp on and we we expect, and that's where we're a lot of our focus is now because this team does have defensive pieces. This team does have Terry McLaurin mm-hmm. and a, a rookie, Deami Brown, who we think that if you get somebody who can throw the ball past 20 yards could be exciting. Mm-hmm. Curtis Samuel coming back healthy could be exciting. Antonio Gibson's one of the better running backs in the NFC. Yeah, yeah. he is. Which is, still, is. which is still wild to me, but that doesn't yeah, say it a lot. It back. says more about the <laughs> NFC, the <laughs> NFC uh, running back yeah, situation than, than anything uh-huh. else. I'm surprised that you guys said that. I I actually what? am surprised. Now I agree with you guys. I think this is this is not a Jacksonville roster. This is not a Detroit New York Jets roster. This is a very good roster, and they won seven games with a bottom third quarterback. Twice, twice. Right. Well, the other one wasn't. Heineken. Alex Smith was a was a bottom third you, in my you, opinion. You, it wasn't okay. he, it wasn't just him. He was it was playing on one leg. There was a lot of Haskins too. Yeah, there was yeah, a yeah, conglomerate right. of the, QBs the, that the position as a whole was below yeah. average. Yeah, and we still so won this seven. so this roster has pieces, and you can see what they've done when they were up and they had their four game winning streak, and they really mm-hmm. had a six games that they played very well. If you include Dal, uh, see now I got Dallas on my mind. You get Denver and Green Bay, and then you had the four-game win streak. They didn't have great quarterback play, but what they had was all the other pieces working well. You had the running game. You had the defense playing well. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I actually think that this is a team that's a quarterback and some minor tweaks away from being a Mm -hmm. contender for the championship game. And I didn't think you guys were going to say that. I thought you guys were just going to be like, no, this needs – they need no, everything, bro, and they need no. This we're realistic. Okay. I mean, realistically, we do need like almost everything, but at the same time, we don't. We just there we, are like, a lot of needs. But yeah, a lot of the needs. The right but QB. Let me look. Right the guy QB. was sacked nine times. I know. So yeah, you know, yeah. their offensive line is just trash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and ours isn't. And, is and Washington, by metrics, is one of the better offensive lines. So it's just like yeah, if yeah. you know, if Cincy can make it with flaws. But the right QB, yeah. If you get the right, if, if you get the right QB, absolutely, they can make it. I mean, well, yeah. Aaron Rodgers has dragged the Green Bay Packers to plenty of mm-hmm. NFC Championship games, and that's mm-hmm. a, if you look at those rosters. That roster was pretty much Aaron Rodgers and a bunch of nobodies. Yeah, yeah, and, and there are like the Chiefs, who everybody considers them to be the favorite at this point of the last four. The Chiefs have a lot of warts, a lot of warts on that team in a lot of different yeah. areas on the offensive line still, which is Defense basically what still. lost them their Super Bowl last year. And they, they did a lot to address it, but it's still got warts. They're, defensively, they have warts. They, they don't have much of a running game. But all of that is overcome by basically the greatest quarterback on the planet, not named Tom Brady, oh. with Patrick Mahomes, right? So he can overcome all of those those warts and cover those and mask those mm-hmm. so that you can get to this point and probably go to is it their fourth straight Super Bowl? No, they're no, three out of four straight, years. Fourth straight AFC championship. Fourth straight uh, AFC fourth, championship. Fourth straight, yeah, but yeah. 
and three out of four Super Bowls. Um, Super Bowls. Super Bowl. So yeah, he can he if can overcome that. Now we're not just going to drop in Patrick Mahomes to this team next year. So they have to do some tweaks to other parts. But you you can still get to that point really quickly by just getting the right quarterback in here. And we have a lot of quarterback debates. We've had them before. We'll yeah. keep having them. But obviously, but that's so the obvious one, reason. You're good. Yeah. Yeah, so Redskins Weekly, outside. William Robinson, Tommy T all agree. And uh, James adds, draft a QB in the first round until you find your guy. We'll talk so about draft that. Draft one this time. year, draft one next year, draft one the year after that until they go. Keep on thir- drafting. Until they go 13-3, hey. and three, you got to just keep <laughs> keep going for it. I mean, you got to get – realistically, he's not wrong, though. This is one of the things that I think people get too married to their picks, and you've seen where there's been some success here in the, in the last few years, last five years, I'll say, where – People have been dumped like Josh Rosen, right? They're, they're like, nope, we're going to yeah, take one Kyle year. Murray, Josh yeah. Rosen, you're out. Sam Darnold, the Jets moved on from him, right? So I think that mm-hmm. people, it used to be you had to develop. I mean, even Washington with Dwayne yeah. Haskins, you picked him up, you tried him out for a season and a half, and you're just like, mm, not our yeah. guy, can't moving play. moving along. And I think that, so to James' you know point there, Look for that guy, whether or not he's in the draft or whether or not he's free agent. We've been doing a lot of conversations, as Stoner alluded to. I already talked about uh, Watson, Rogers, and Derek Carr. We're going to push, push out more. If there's a name that you would like to talk about, let us know in the comment section because we've, we're going to queue quite a few up here uh, before free, agents, uh, free agency starts just to mm-hmm. kind of go over, and we'll go over the draft ones as well as we get closer. But Trevor – you don't want to just focus on the QB, do you? No, nah, man. You're, I'm so sick and tired of talking about these quarterbacks in January when we can't do a damn thing about it, but keep saying over and over again what this team needs in a quarterback. We know how, how, how can you want not watch that game Sunday night and think, man, if Washington only had a guy a video, like that. A good. We have if we had a Jimmy G who is terrible at times but he's also led his team to the super bowl with a good year and he i mean that passed to george kittle i don't care drag me he's not the greatest but he's not taylor heineke he can throw the ball down the field he can get it to his Mm -hmm. tight end so if we just have somebody who's you know knows how to play the quarterback position that's why we were excited for ryan Patrick. That's like as, even All if he right. was going to be Fitch, tra- and, Fitch tragic. It was just like, so hey, there's somebody who's at least above average at QB. Yeah, now. exactly. That's what those games, well, all these games, show or this just weekend. If we just have somebody who knows the position of quarterback and not learning as you go along, because it's his first career start and he's been playing football for years and years. XFL, CFL, AFFL, flag football, indoor arena, whatever. ODU. You think he would know what it takes to at least to play in the quarterback position? So yes, we obviously need that, but I don't want to talk about quarterbacks anymore. Okay, so <laughs> Washington doesn't up. find the quarterback, not like, yeah. not the Patrick Mahomes, not the Josh Allen or Aaron Rodgers, Trubisky or a Jimmy G or a, Mariota, somewhere yeah. along those rounds, like a B level quarterback. We have what? enough. You think they have enough right now with a B-level quarterback? We have weapons, and we can add some more minor, the minor thing, some more minor weapons to help Mariota, and I think we can still get to 10-plus wins because, like you said, Terry McLaurin's a 1,000-yard receiver with four different quarterbacks. Imagine if he had a competent quarterback that could get to 1,500. We have Gibby, 
a good a better quarterback makes a better running back too. I mean, from the handoff to lining up position, you know, anything, calling at the line of scrimmage. You didn't really see Taylor do that a lot. Um, you know, a quarterback makes each position better. It really does, whether it's in the mm-hmm. locker room leading or on the field. So I think we have we have Curtis Samuel come off injury. He was healthy in the season, but we kept him in the garage. He'll be back. Logan Thomas, assuming he'll be back. I'm just assuming everybody's back healthy. A good right. competent assuming quarterback. Assuming you sign McKissick. Yeah, a, a good competent quarterback that knows his position, who's has some good wins under his belt, can make things happen with the weapons around him. I mean, we've seen it happen before. And, so. and and I agree. I don't know that you have to do a whole lot to the defense. Is Alvin right. Tone is mentioning in there adding to the defense? Mm-hmm. Sure. Would you like to add some better line players? Three safeties probably the biggest need. On the maybe, I think it's maybe a quarterback and a linebacker. Linebacker, or linebacker. Yeah, linebacker. Linebacker is probably the only thing that you really need to focus on. Otherwise, you have good pieces there. They've proven it. They've proven True. they suck too. True. But again, when you have an offense, a competent offense that is mm-hmm. controlling the ball mm-hmm. and keeping the defense off the field and not bringing the defense out at their own 30 that they have to defend 30 yards and immediately get scored on and constantly right. doing that, the defense will naturally just play better. They just will. And that's what a competent quarterback does for a defense. And for the offense, a competent quarterback scores points or figures out a way to score points and gets other yeah. players involved. There's a lot of that. We, absolutely. Yeah. We saw this we year, right? Where, where Washington <laughs> drove the ball and settled for three or had to punt, punt because, because they had Hopkins <laughs> and they're not trusting him with a 50 yard field goal. Or Taylor yeah. throws a pick or, you yeah, know, so, something yeah, like that. Where they give it get up. in the end zone. He Taylor slides Heineke. too early. QBR of 39.8. Yeah, we can't do season. that. that so if, for those mm-hmm. unfamiliar, QBR is on a 0 to 100 scale. So 50 is your average QB play. That's below average QB play. We can't do and that Washington again, got to 7 to 9. I, so I think, Trev, you have a point there. They get uh, they get average QB play. They can improve, as Stoner says, and you, you're saying, and other aspects make some mm-hmm. minor adjustments. But I do think that there are some other things that that I would like to see if you if you don't get a plus quarterback play no okay if you don't get that mm-hmm. if we end up with B level quarterback play which we are going to give a rankings to our uh, quarterbacks well that video will come out here in the next couple of weeks but if you get that B tier then I think you need to have you need to get some more offensive firepower. I do think that uh, depth is something that's been mentioned in the chat here uh, mm-hmm. through through our YouTube comments. So I think that's another thing that needs to happen because mm-hmm. it, it's a long season. It's only getting longer, right? They've already added an additional game. If you're talking yeah. make it to the NFC Championship game, COVID. you're talking at least two more games on top yeah. of the regular season, if not mm-hmm. three, because mm-hmm. it'd be your third game of the playoffs. So – yeah, yeah, I want to see if you if you get a B tier quarterback. I think to get to the NFC Championship game, you're going to need some more depth, and you're going to need some offensive playmakers for this team because I do I think that the parts are there defensively. Offensively, you need a difference maker. You need someone who who can score from anywhere, despite the fact that their quarterback is hanging them out to dry or maybe not delivering. And I think Terry has some home run ability. Mm-hmm. 
but again, there's something different between like Terry and Ty Hill and Terry oh, yeah. and Jamar Chase. Oh, sure. There's oh, just sure. there's there's a, there's a difference there. I I do think you throw Terry open and like you know if he's running mm-hmm. that crosser or a slant, he could just burn people. But I think he can also get caught from behind. You're not yeah. catching. You can't catch Ty Hill from the front, as we mentioned during the warm-up. That dude was throwing yeah. up a peace sign to a guy in front of him. Mm-hmm. So I think getting a difference maker like that could be good for a team that doesn't and, get that A-plus quarterback play. And I think two things, actually three. To harp on that, I think we have that player, maybe not as fast, but I think we have that in Curtis Samuel, which means I, I agree. think we need to focus on I going agree. out and get a, a true uh, number two because this is going to segue to my next point. I don't want him here. I'm not advocating him for him here, but I think if we had a player like Kirk Cousins here who puts up numbers and points with two wide receivers, a good running back. I think someone with who wins, but they can win in prime time, obviously, but you know, someone who has his, you <laughs> has know, more of those intangibles, you know? Yeah. That they think we could do some good things with that because if we had Terry McLaurin and like we mentioned earlier, Mike Williams as number one, number two, and then Curtis Samuel as mm-hmm. our Tyreek Hill person. Oh, and with a, a B rated quarterback, we we'll, at least we'll score some damn points. We'll be exciting to watch. Yeah, sure, Curtis Samuel and, and Ty Hill match up in my yeah. mind, but no, no, no I mean but nobody, nobody matches with no, Ty but Hill. They, like they, they put they put Ty Hill in the slot on the outside, sometimes out the backfield. We could do the same thing with Curtis Samuel, yeah. like he's right. there, he's our Tyreek Hill. Nobody's saying he's as good as Ty. Hill. No, but he's They're just our saying version. you can. Yeah. I think more people end up making that comparison between Curtis Samuel and uh, Debo. Debo? Samuel. Well, that's cool. That's fine. Out of the 49ers, where he's kind of lined up all over the field, plays running back. Debo's a little bigger thing. than Curtis Samuel. Yeah, so, yeah. Same, thing. same thing. So we just need a true number two because, I, of like, you know. I think things. also, I think we need to clarify one thing. I gar- yeah. I know all three of us ha- are under the same opinion. We're not advocating to bring in a B quarterback. No. We're saying – we don't want for a the B. stars. We're not saying we want a B quarterback. Maybe, We're just saying this yeah, team may be attempt. stuck with a B quarterback. Yes. Yes. So what are we going to do yes. with a B quarterback yes. to get us to the NFC championship game? Everybody oh, wants God. to have their 10 year future pop in here. Who knows how we all mm-hmm. want that, but it just may not be realistic. So we're trying to look at other options of what we could possibly do with a B level quarterback. Alcatone, are you saying Tio's trying that. to come back? Yeah, he's been uh, saying Al- that. Al- he- Alcatone asks, what do you guys think about Tio? Terrell Owens, just Tio, one year um, of Tio. I'm going to go with he, no. He reached out to um, the bucket to Tampa Bay. He was going to reach out to Tampa Bay to see if he can get down there and help Tom Brady out. Uh, AB went out. And then he posted up a workout video and everything. I wouldn't want him, but I'd like to see him back in the league. I wouldn't those, want him. Those to me, are, I mean, <laughs> those – I don't want to say it. Those to me are. Don't are, say it. Uh, I mean, stop. Abstain. Stop with the Terrell You're the one, you're the one talking about the rival. I mean, why? Why, why don't I don't you? Want him? Him. No, I'm, I'm just saying to bring him back, but he should come back in the NFL. Just not for the while. man okay. is 48 years old. He can play for somebody. Else. Tom Brady's 44. He yeah, plays well, quarterback. Tom Brady's not running. I don't care. <laughs> running I go don't routes. Care. Tom Brady. You got to stop with I don't that, care, bro. I don't. I'm not saying bring him to Washington. Why no, no. Why I'm just saying you got to stop with the NFL. Why can't <laughs> because I root for that? <laughs> you can root for him, but Why it's it's insane. You can. 
Okay. It's just insane to think that that's going to happen or that he could do it. He can't do it. There's a reason 32 teams have not called him up to have him come in and play football for them. How do we know There's that? There's a reason for that. How do we know they haven't? Well, I'm sure the way he does social media, he would have let everybody <laughs> know that he went it. to uh, practice for somebody or whatever. Maybe he'll be in the USFL right and we'll see him this spring yeah. on Fox. I think yeah, it's enjoy that. Yeah, enjoy, enjoy that. Owens. He sends me yeah. wine, so I love Terrell Owens anyway. So shout out to Terrell Owens. Tio's fine. Tio, not so much. Yeah, I mean, come on, just let it go. Deontay Burt says, We're not a QB away. We need a know. dominant player on D we that have can take that. over a game. We have him. He was just he tore his ACL last year. I do think a lot of people have soured on Chase. Uh, John Allen's there. John John Allen, I put like he's I think Aaron Donald's he's not dominant. Stra- he's he's at a stratosphere really of his own. He's but, a Pro Bowl player. Yeah. And he's very he, good. He's not dominant. Jonathan Allen good. is top tier defensive tackle. There we go. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And absolutely can take over a game. And I do think yeah. Chase Young is going to come back healthy and he's going to come back hungry. And he's I think a be, lot I'm of people are writing him off. And I'm I think not, that's wrong. I got a double digit sack season coming up right now for him. I'm telling you. Right I'll, I'll take, I will take $100 on that right now. Where about Wall? Double digit. Where about Wall? For Chase Young. I, how's you. he going to go? He's not even going to play till probably halfway through the year. We'll see. We'll see if he plays. If he plays, I'll, I'll, I'm going to moderate this a little bit here. Yeah. If he plays the yeah. full season, he will double yeah. digit sacks. Dollar, no, dollar yeah. on that. No, yeah, he's not. He's doing having that. double digit sacks this season. All right, you guys have happened. heard it here. You guys. What have did heard he have his here? rookie year? Eight. I think seven and a half. But okay, was, fine. <laughs> close enough. Okay. What did he have last year? My man argues like over ten half games. A sack. I love it. That's Through why 10 games, better, he had bro. like one and That's a half. Is, I'm telling you, double digit sacks. He, again, I'm not arguing he wasn't disappointing Two this words. season. Adrian Peterson. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay. My Two man, words. Came back no, I'm not going to say. Yards. Yeah, but he's done, he had run for 1,000 yards before. 11 You're, double digit sacks, you, my brother. Double digit sacks. If he plays the full season, we've got the injury in there. You've heard it. Here's the dollar dollar. <laughs> I like it. We're going to how, put that one down in the how books. Many games did he play? Books. <laughs> how many games did he play this show. year? He's He played nine. He started not, in nine games. And he got I don't so care. I'm not he had one and a half past, in nine bro. games. Okay. Next next Wednesday, I don't hear. He doesn't even have double-digit sacks <laughs> on his career. For the yeah. He hasn't even had it in a year and a half. And yet he's going to get care. it in one year. Okay. Double-digit sacks. Now you're making me Now you're making me bet against... Uh, root against a guy. Alcatone. Uh oh. This is a I like point, this. Al. Oh, it Alcatone. is? I like I thought you this. hated him. Tyron Who Matthews? hates the honey badger? I, I like thought Trev him. did. Trev, didn't you tweet one time that he's overrated? Just because someone's overrated <laughs> doesn't mean doesn't mean like bad. He's good. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's great. He's good. William, Williams overrated. with you. Ten plus sacks. Thank you, <laughs> you William. He was talking about him and and Sweat getting the sack record, the tandem sack record. They're kids. They had like a total of like four. What did you say when you were a kid? 
<laughs> what did you say when you were a oh, kid? That didn't so happen. next year he's not a kid anymore? <laughs> Dream <laughs> big. Three years Dream are big. Not a kid All right. Three years are not a kid. I could go on and on, but I know. I know you can. <laughs> Chase takes over games. He might not always show up on the, in the stat sheet, but he does take over games, and he, he does. He can be. He can be very impressive, and I think that you, we will oh, see some good can, play from Chase his second year. You so can barely. You can barely get yourself to put an S at the end of that when you said Chase Chase takes over game. You barely could get yourself to add that it was more than one game. Stoner's a hater. He's bringing up Dallas. He's a he's a plant. Yeah, of he's, course. He's still well, riding. Justin Herbert Justin was at Herbert. home just like Chase Young this year, too. And you <laughs> That's felt true, but... the greatest performance of his lifetime. So you don't <laughs> even get, any, you don't get to say anything about Justin Herbert anymore. <laughs> I did. I did. For, for those sure. watching after the live stream, make sure you comment with what you think Washington football team needs to make it back to the NFC Championship game. Again, currently holding the longest drought with the Detroit Lions. It's been 30 years since they've been there. What will it take to get them back? We've got dominant defense. We've got a dominant player under center. We'll see what actually it will be when they return there, hopefully sometime in the next couple of years. But we're going to move on to our cool down, which is happy birthday uh, to ref the district. It's been one year coming up here on the cool down. We've already sang the happy birthday song, so we don't need to sing that again. What we've prepared here, though, uh, somewhat prepared here, is our top five moments from our first year as Ref the District. I think we should go. I think we should go each of ours and start at five. Start at five. Go down to one. Okay. All right. Because this is great because you guys probably don't even have anything prepped. And so you guys are just going to be thinking of stuff off top. No, I do. I have my five right here, but I didn't order them. I didn't put them in order. Well, you got to put them in order. I mean, come on. You got to. Yeah. You have to know how lists work. Five to one. You have to have five five to one. one. They're all equal in my heart. (laughs) Good try, Trev. All right. So (laughs) said they're all equal. I have four. I have like four honorable mentions. Four honorable mentions? Oh, yeah. Really? Man. Dude, like, bronze, gold, silver? Oh. All right. Let's do it. Let's let's not Any hit those until mentions? we get towards one, okay? Because that's usually okay. when you see the honorable mentions. mentions is when you get to one. All right. So what was your um, fifth? Your fifth? Yeah, number five. All right. Yeah. Number five for me. I'll let you guys so you can sort yours out while I go with number five here. Are you good? Uh, my yeah. five, very simple, January 31st, 2021, when the podcast had its very first episode. There very you go. Nice. That's my my fifth most favorite moment of the year was when we started. And for those who don't know the story behind that is... Don't know the story. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, where the hell did that come from? This is tea. I plant. swear, I'm only drinking tea. This is not... There's don't you know? <laughs> don't you know, eh? Uh, so this is back in... This would have been December, or maybe it was early January of last year. I think it was early January. Early January. And I was I was probably doing some um, hot takes on Twitter, and 
Nathan DM'd me and he said, "I was sauced. I was. He, I was, he was like, hey, to the wind. Yeah, he said, hey, let's. Uh, you should do a. You should do that on a podcast. You should put these hot takes out there or whatever. He said, on a podcast. we should do a podcast. Yeah, yeah, we should do More a podcast specifically. And then I I sent back something, you know, laughing because Nathan and I have known each other for 10 plus years or whatever. So I just sent like a laughing emoji or whatever. And then he sent back, he says, no, I'm serious. And I was like, okay, well, there you go. And that's how Ref the District was born. And then, then he messages me the next day or the day after that when I was stone cold stober. Stober. Uh, sober. Yeah, stober. <laughs> I said stone cold stober. So I was stone, stone cold sober. And he's just like, hey, when do you want to talk about this podcast? And I was like, oh. He's serious. <laughs> I, was like, I, was like, <laughs> yeah. I was I was drunk. I'm gonna say all sorts of things when I'm drunk. Um, yeah. yeah, that was that was great. That was number five. We've started this uh, adventure uh, of a very fun moment. Trev, what was your number five? It was August nineteenth, twenty twenty one, when mm, I officially officially became the third voice of Rep the District DC Sports Podcast. Yeah, August nineteenth. Quick story. Um, I was following you guys on Twitter. Saw a couple of you guys' videos on YouTube, whatever. Went to training camp, saw the shirts, yelled at you guys. Hey, Ref the District is here. So I'm 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 from a small town, Virginia. So when I see like you guys, I they're still celebrities in my book, you know, even though you're like you just Twitter, whatever. So I was like, hey, yeah. Ref the District, you guys met me, whatever. We linked, we chatted. Uh, you guys were gonna do a fan uh, episode where you wanted people that you met to explain why they're a fan, yada, yada, yada. I did that. You guys liked my camera stuff, asked me to be a special guest on the rest of your shows for the month. And then the last one of the month, I believe we're August 19th, is when I officially became. Then we, we, we're doing a sort a of audition where it was just like, yeah. and I told, told you before that first show even, I was just like, hey, by the way, uh, <laughs> we're kind of looking for a third voice. So this could be an audition of sorts. Yeah. yeah. And, and, I was like, no pressure though. Travis kind of looking to do some more content creation. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Because uh, I was absolutely. writing articles at the time that's right for full press. And then. Yeah, so we, we were happy to. We, we really loved and you really gelled. I'm not going to talk too much about it because that may show up later. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. That may show up later. Uh, uh, okay. All right. What was your number five, Nate? Uh, the start of our after the whistle content. So mm-hmm. if you haven't checked out our after the whistle, uh, it's where we talk to sports people, but not about sports. It's about them, about sports related type stuff. But, uh, but Brittany Wagner was a v- super fun show. She was great. Uh, you know, we went in there with an idea and that was one of those times is, and thanks Alcatel for, for putting out there that we work well together. That's one of those moments that we, we just knew like the mm-hmm. three of us, just the chemistry was right there. It wasn't three people interviewing one person. It was it was like one person inter- interviewing one, and it just mm. worked so well. Like we were just kind of jump rope. I had actually had just started watching the show because the, like Brittany Wagner was on your guys's like list of like, woo, this will be exciting. And I'm like, I have no clue who she is. Guys. <laughs> research, but I remember that after that one, it was just super. It was great. She was a lot of fun. Appreciated mm-hmm. having her on, and it was a great show for all of us. That's my number five. Okay, that. That one's in my honorable mention. I'll just say that. That's one of my okay. honorable mentions. Hit, hit your honorable okay. mention. How about your number four slot there? All right, Trevor. Number four. Oh, oh yeah. Got to mix yeah, this yeah, up a little bit. Good so call. my fourth one would probably be Into the Thick of It. 
<laughs> that was a fun moment. That was a that was a great so, moment. It's on it's on my it's on Instagram everywhere. You can go back in previous episodes, but Stoner was explaining something and he said into the thick of it. And that was a famous song from I guess the Backyardians kids show and a TikTok sound at the time. It was popular at yeah. that time. And I started singing it. Stoner had no clue what it was. Nathan is always on point. He knows. We're right yeah, here when it comes right. to. <laughs> but Nathan, Stoner had no idea. So we had to tell him about it after the show. I thought it was hilarious. because That's a good one. <laughs> we, we've, had, we've had a couple of those. Uh, the Stoner short was one that Octone mentioned earlier. I'm assuming that's the QB one because we've had a couple oh, of shorts. Yeah. yeah, some of those are a lot of fun. That Into the thick of it, though, was just off the cuff. Yeah, just well. so fun. We <laughs> yeah. like cutting up those fun moments for people. That one was mm-hmm. definitely worth it. Good one. Uh, my my five mine my number four was hitting five hundred subs. That was a goal that we oh. set for ourselves. It was something that mm-hmm. uh, I'm very proud of the work that we put forth, and we do. And so, being able to be rewarded with something like setting a goal and hitting that goal mm-hmm. was very rewarding to me. So, I'm very proud of us. So that's, that's a good my one. number four. That is yep. a good one, Stoner. Stoner. Uh, my number four was the the live um, reaction when Trev and I were doing a live reaction in Atlanta. That was for the one. Atlanta game. Not we weren't in Atlanta for the Atlanta game. And Nathan had been out all day and missed most of the game, and he just popped in and he didn't have a TV to watch the game. Yes. But he popped into the live, and then uh, and and then JD McKissick. Taylor Heineke was running around, and then we were like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. And then he throws it to McKissick, who runs it all the way. And me and Trev just lose it, and Nathan doesn't know what's going on because he can't see. He just reacting to our reaction. reacting to your guys' reaction. It was my favorite part of that that one was was just this, like, the I don't like that. I don't like that, too. I like that. I like that. It was just I'm sitting here because you guys were were hilarious because Stoner was just like, nope, because Taylor Heineke leaks out Mm -hmm. to the left. And he was just like, I don't like that. And they dumps it off to JD McKissick with all, all the, the all the room in the world. Yeah. And uh, Trev immediately was like, I like that. And then Stoner just <laughs> right afterwards, I like that. So it was it was a fun moment to to yep. watch. That was uh, my number four. Yeah, that was that was a good one. Uh, my number three. Yes. was our fan episode. I always appreciate it when we can mm. grab people to be a part of the show. So we, that's why we do these live mm-hmm. is we like to have the interaction uh, with our, our people who listen. And mm-hmm. we, as, if, you, if you've ever commented on one of our, our videos that's not live, you'll see that we're in there making comments and stuff. We enjoy interacting. And the fan episode was one. I really wanted more. Like when we set that up, like we thought this was like we were thinking we were going to get like dozens of people and mm-hmm. we had quite a few uh mm-hmm. but it was nice and um trev you mentioned it you were in there so mm-hmm. yeah that was a that was a fun episode i enjoyed doing those and i think we have a few more on the horizon so mm-hmm. yep that was another one of my um honorable mentions I'm just hitting all Very the honorable mentions. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> honorable mentions so number three you got uh number three for me was um was our Washington Monuments video <laughs> where yeah, we dubbed over the Making yeah. the Brand video of Jason Wright and Coach Rivera sitting in the office where they blurred out the audio of what they were saying, a name that they liked, and mm-hmm. we replaced it with the word monuments to make it sound. <laughs> and then we said, we put it out there, hey, we found the leaked audio, 
and here it is. And we put it in there and it got a lot of response and including from Jason Wright himself who played along right with us and was yeah. like, Hey, Gotta you're going to be hearing from our lawyers and, and, yeah. all that, and which was a lot of fun. So that, I think that was my uh, number three moment. Oh, what was your, what was your number two moment? No, I already lost track of who's, who's, who's where yeah. Trav, give us your number three. It is the episode where we butchered Patrick Mahomes <laughs> and Clyde <laughs> Edwards Hilaire's name over yeah. and over. <laughs> all three over. of us could not yep, pronounce their names. I thought that was like one of the most genuine chemistry showing moments that we had. It's like off the cuff, like, wait a minute, hold on. We can't let, let you get away with this. What's it? <laughs> we all in a different way each time we said it. Patrick Mahomes. Patrick my, 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 like I'll even I can't even do it. So I just thought I that was a, I think we're gonna clip of that one too out there. So that one yeah, we'll have to share. Yeah, one, Some of these um, these top yeah, moments we'll have to share and lead up to community. the actual birthday and mm-hmm. the community mm-hmm. tab. That that would be fun yeah. for people to that just felt like I knew I was like you guys were family. I was like, okay. I can't talk. These <laughs> Yahoos can't talk. We're made for each other. Let's do it. I love that you're using <laughs> Yahoos now, too. I love, I yeah, love that. I, this is universal. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right. So All we're, right, number are we two. on number two now? We're number two Trash stoner number for two. you. And oh, uh, yeah, my mom in the chat there did mention the uh, stoner pretending <clears throat> to be uh, that role, co- the coach oh, yeah! of the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> I forgot that, about was, that one, too. Can't, that can't. one was a special one. Uh, hurt my car. Uh, uh, all right, Cam, number two. Cam Mingo. Uh, no, no, it was uh, Tony. Tony was the one who brought up uh, who said, who brought that up in our uh, on Twitter. Right? He called. He was like yeah. Matt Rules made some good points. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't Twitter. remember who that was, was but it yeah, was Tony, yeah. I believe. Oh yeah, yeah. Tony Shivers or Tony Shivers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, so my number two. My number two has already been talked about, and my number two was when Trev uh, joined the show. That was a huge moment. That kind of changed. Um where we were going i think um it changed uh the trajectory of the show i think it gave this show a whole lot more credibility and because it's not just a couple of um old white guys talking about things oh so (laughs) one old white guy one not so old white guy um so there, so there you go. So I, I think that was a huge Thank moment, you. and I'm super, super duper glad that Trev is a part of the show. And now Trev is our friend. Trev is our yes. brother. Yeah, because of that. So yeah, absolutely, that was a big, that was my number that. two. Sorry, Trev, you couldn't be number one. It's all right. But, I know I'm number one in your heart, but just not for that's the rest. Right. For the that's right. At <laughs> least, at least this list, he he mentioned you, unlike the previous list. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah I, I was got, like, oh, I got hmm. grilled for that too. No, it's all right. You're good. <laughs> Uh, my number two was i'm gonna stick kind of with my my thinking here was kind of more along the lines of like some some of the monumental things we did uh there see that monuments no no okay uh (laughs) i'm I'm gonna go with the the draft episode was Mm. uh that Mm. one was a huge undertaking so yeah it was uh we're gonna do that again i'm I'm gonna promise that live here right now uh so if you did miss last year's what this was is we did a mock first round draft. We grabbed people from as many of the fandoms and podcasts of the other teams in the first round that we could. And the week before the draft, 
because we wanted as close as the, to the draft as possible. We held a mock first round draft. They sent in videos and we, we did the whole draft on that Sunday before the draft. So mm-hmm. this year we have a Wednesday show and then we're going to do it again. And that's, that's, that's going to be the Wednesday before the draft. We're going to have as many, uh, again, podcast uh, content creators from the other teams. They're going to make mm-hmm. their picks because they're going to give us insight and they're going to know exactly. It's not just, you know, somebody from Washington trying to line it up and being like, Hey, this way we can get Pickett or this way we right. can get Malik Willis and stuff like this. No, mm-hmm. it's going to be actual people who understand the game getting in there. And so that one was a really huge undertaking. I don't think we thought it was going to be that big. Like we knew it was going to be big, but we didn't realize it was going to be as big. And so being able to pull that off, I think really gave us some uh, energy to keep doing some of the bigger shows that we had uh, planned by, in there. And by the way, that particular show, I was in the Philippines in a hotel room doing that live at, I don't know, seven o'clock in the morning or something yeah, like that. Very uh, early morning. Didn't have I'm, great we're, internet. We're using our old platform, so I'm having to like I have all sorts That's of buttons to do. Oh yeah, it was so crazy. It was, it was, oh. it was also, also in my um, honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. Yes. Absolutely. Wow. All right. My number two moment is being a uh, part of the no voice goes unheard. Um, mm-hmm. series that's part of our After the Whistle because it actually gave me, you, and you, Stoner Nathan, a chance to be involved without um, being involved in a professional way and, and also helping those these ladies and other victims of the Washington football team scandal get their voice heard rather than just using it for clout. We, I just want to say we did not have that program for clout. We genuinely are trying to help get these voices heard. So it was just an honor to be a part of something that is so nationally, you know, known and respected around. So it's just all around great project for us. I'm glad I was a part of that. Cool. So that's a good one. Yeah. You know, um, all right. That's good. That's good. Yeah, that was good. I agree. Sorry. I agree. I, I wish I was Everything a bigger part of that. Honestly, I know. That's an well, amazing job. I, oh, there's things, but podcast. You are. Yeah. And on top of that, we've got an update coming very soon on that series. Oh, yeah, it's coming within the next yeah. two weeks, I believe. Yeah. Yep. We have we have an episode five. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. Are we ready for number one? Or- ready for number right. one. Start with you, Stoner. Yeah. All right. My number one moment, and this is a very selfish and personal moment for me. Okay. okay. You guys know how much I love the sports junkies, right? Oh, I knew it. I knew I it. I have loved them forever. For, yes. for 15 years, I've listened, as I said, on that particular show, I've listened to every single podcast episode they've ever put out. So I'm just a huge fan. And to be able to get um, Eric Bickle on our day after reckoning after the game one against the Chargers, to get him on the show to talk football was a huge deal for me personally. Not for the show so much, but just for me, it was a huge deal. And we've had him on twice. We've had JP Flame on twice. We've had Cakes on once. Uh, but that particular moment when we had um, Eric Bickle on for our day after reckoning after the Chargers game was my number one 
particular moment. You guys made fun of me because you noticed when you we were started. So I had a new, I had a new haircut and everything, and I was all looking all slick. I could smell the cologne through like, my ear, my AirPods. I, <laughs> that was a big, that was a big moment for me, just because I'm I'm a big fan of, of them and. and yeah. And so that was my the shout out the next day was really good. Oh, so the was, shout out was, was amazing. Yeah, yeah on was, the radio. It was great. They, no, they yeah, it was. Us. It's yeah. been good to have the junk, uh, the junkies on with us, uh, like a few times that <clears> she <throat> said we'll probably continue <clears throat> to have them on. Uh, we built a, a bit of a rapport with them. Uh, seem like great guys. I know Stoner's a huge fan, uh, and yeah. I, I'm a big fan of them because they seem to be big fans of us, and I can appreciate yep. that. Yeah, Trev, mm-hmm. you're number yeah. one. So my personal number one is just evolution of the Ref District podcast. Um, at least from, I guess, from when I started, we have come mm-hmm. so far in less than a year since I've joined. And I think that, and we're still going, and I think that's amazing. And I think it shows the hard work and dedication that we put behind this podcast to make sure that we give out the best product every week that we do it. Um, you guys who are listening and watching, there's so, so much behind the scenes uh, doing a podcast. I know it looks a lot, like a lot it's of just love like and get, work that goes into get this a gym. camera, get a, a laptop, a microphone, and and software. No, it's way more than that, like way more. Mm-hmm. And it takes a lot of hours, a lot of strenuous hours and time and patience. And I just want to mm-hmm. say that the way that we have evolved from August, from OBS was the platform. Yeah, OBS. Where it was just three squares, three squares on the screen. I was I was talking through my AirPods, stealing like a T-shirt on the wall backdrop, and now to where like movies and ads and banners and better graphics and better decorations. He changed better my background, so I'm a little bit more legit too. I don't have to say burger. We used to say burgundy and gold. My microphone would cut in and out. Like now there's none of that. So like, it's just the way that we have gone from that in August to January. It's just amazing to me because this is all still brand new to me, even though I've been watching and listening to podcasts for a while. So I just really appreciate what we've done and we're not done yet. Nope. Nope. As Marcus Peter says, I think we aren't done yet. (laughs) (laughs) I think we aren't done yet. So yeah. <laughs> the, that's my number. Yeah, there's one. been there's been a lot of evolution to uh, oh, man, to yeah. the channel, not just the programming, but also some of the things. And we've been learning more and trying to do things. Lots of behind the scenes, uh, lots of work, as Trump mentioned. So we're dedicating a lot more time um, to the channel, producing content for the channel. You'll see that if you're subscribed to the YouTube channel. In fact, we're actually after we finish this episode. This is our podcast episode that we record mm-hmm. on Wednesday. We're actually, once we do this, we're moving over to a different uh, recording. So that way we can record something for the Wizards. So you can look forward to that. And I'm going to, I'll tease a little bit more on that in a a bit. My number one. We already know your number one. Yeah. Trev joining the podcast. (sighs) He told you about meeting us at, um, (laughs) at the, uh, um, training camp, the fan day and training camp. Uh, You know, that was really, that was, you know, that was, I don't for as innocuous as that was right where, where it was just mm-hmm. kind of like you said, there's this like, Hey, we're the district. And we're like, Hey, cool. And, you know, you know, you know, getting to meet you and, and stuff to, you know, it was simple, but then, uh, mm-hmm. then like I said, we were like, Hey, why don't you come on the show? By the way, we're looking for another voice. You were looking to jump on some more shows. Mm-hmm. And uh, as stoner mentioned the friendship, 
uh, the really kind of the family bond you and you and, and EP being brother and sister from a different mother. Uh, <laughs> you know, so there's that, that to me, the building of the relationships and even for, for stoner eye in that regard, um, you know, we've known each other for a decade, but this has brought us closer. You know, mm-hmm. so uh, th- that's my, number one in my book is the relationships that that have you know the bonds that we've built over the course of the show. Getting all touchy feely. No, it's cool. I was gonna say it feels like I've known you guys longer than just August. Mm-hmm. Like for real, I, I feel know, like I've been, only I've been, been you six guys. months. Yeah, it doesn't. Fit. We've done yeah. a lot in six months, you guys. We have. We've been busy. busy. We've done a lot, so. And and speaking of doing a lot, my last Uh-oh. honorable mention that hasn't been mentioned is <clears throat> our Deshaun Watson video. Yes, that kind of opened my eyes into what we're capable of, mm-hmm. right? Because nice. because mm-hmm. you know, for me, it was kind of like we're kind of you know struck not struggling is not the right word because we're having Plateauing. fun with what we're doing. Yeah, we're yeah, getting by. Yeah, and then I was just like, I don't know what we have to do to kind of take that next step. And then the Deshaun Watson video opened my eyes to mm-hmm. what we're capable of doing. And it's, it is going to take some time and, and more hard work. So that was a, a seminal moment from this past year that's maybe not necessarily top five, but it was a big deal. Yeah, it, it was. It's on my honorable mention list as well. I chose Brittany <clears throat> Wagner over mm. over the Sean yeah. Watson video. I would have done that too. Yeah, <laughs> Brittany was a lot of fun. Uh, shout out to those who are in the chat. Uh, we have Matt Nagy in the house. Uh, All right, that's Matt. Need a job, Matt? Come on down. Need- Polly's in the house. Outlaw King seven five seven. I know Redskins, who that is now. Redskins 007 in there as well. We appreciate everyone who's joined us today. Let us know what your favorite ref the district moment has been in the last year we'll post some of our highlights in our community tab so keep an eye out for those uh this is going to conclude episode 53 of course we're sponsored by pacers running and skybar check them out opening up very very soon they've got the soft open this weekend there hey shout out to steve from washington football addicts and congratulations (laughs) on uh uh being nominated for uh the ProTech Sports Award. Yeah, very nice, um, very nice. Uh, you can catch us every Wednesday from yes uh, seven thirty to whenever this ends. Right now, we're going about an hour and fourteen minutes. Right now, yeah. uh, this is our flagship program. Of course, as we mentioned, we create content for the channel, so you can uh, catch a lot of stuff out on our YouTube. In fact, we are going to close this down and recording. How in the world the Wizards have lost? That uh, godforsaken game, they were up by 35 points. I know. So we're gonna rec- trade them all. Just trade them all. We're going to record that right after this show. So you'll check that out tomorrow morning. It'll be live on the channel. So you can catch that then. But until next time, what? Be a fan. We love Washington, uh-huh, and we saw them die hard fans, yeah, we are. you know we keep it on 10, one, I talk about two, the one, two, three, let's go, and they gifted, we are ref the district, oh, come on now and join us, join us.